Welcome, everybody, at another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast on YouTube.com. Hopefully y'all are enjoying today, and if not, well, I don't know what to tell you. So anyway, this, I'm having a hard time wording this video slash episode title, so I'm going to describe it. Match types that happen between specific wrestlers or tag teams more than once. So I don't mean a match type that you saw between wrestlers, like all ladder matches happen many times between wrestlers, or this type is this cage match happened between tag teams multiple times. I'm talking about a specific match stipulation slash gimmick match that happens between wrestler A and wrestler B, or specific teams more than once. So it's like person A versus person B faced off in a steel cage match this night, but they also had a steel cage match again on television the other night. So that's what's going to be the topic for today's video. couple quick uh, rules involving this one. This is only going to involve televised matches. So any matches that where they repeated the stipulation on house shows will not be included. And also, this will not include any no disqualification-esque matches. So you're not going to see matches that are no disqualification, street fight, hardcore extreme rules, stuff like that. So that's going to be out of the way. I'm going to give a quick honorable mention because I was debating on whether or not to put this on the list because there's a slight variation to this. But a quick honorable mention, one that I wanted to give, was the Dudley Boys versus the Hardy Boys in the tables match. reason this honorable mention was because we saw an elimination style between the two tag teams at Royal Rumble 2000, but we also saw a non-elimination style tables match on the February 1st, 2001 episode of SmackDown, which was famously known as SmackDown Extreme. So that's kind of an example I can give there, saying, yeah, saw the stipulation between specific teams of wrestlers on one day, but then you also saw it again in another. So outside of that honorable mention, I got 13 more examples to give y'all. Kind of a nice little history lesson, shall we say. First off, The Rock and Triple H. These two have had a lot of one-on-one matches over the years. I think ever since 97. Well, match type that you saw on television between the two one-on-one more than once was a steel cage match. First time we saw it was on the July 5, 1999 edition of Raw prior to their fully loaded strap match at, ironically not fully loaded, but we also saw it again on television just a few months later at the Rebellion pay-per-view all the way over in the UK. So yes, we saw a steel cage match between Triple H and The Rock, not once, but twice. Let's just hope we don't ever see it a third time if The Rock comes out of being a part-timer, because I do not want to see that again. Now this one, this is the only example I could find where a match stipulation happened three times. Like, holy crap. Triple H, Randy Orton, last man standing. Yes, you heard me right. Three times. Now initially, the first time we saw this was back at the No Mercy 2007 review. The main event was supposed to have been John Cena defending the WWE Championship against Randy Orton at the No Mercy pay-per-view, but John Cena got injured six days prior with a torn pectoral muscle injury, so the WWE Championship was vacated. Title was then given to Randy at the beginning of the pay-per-view. Triple H challenged him and immediately got a title match, won the belt, and then later on Vince was told, Hey, pal, you're going to have to defend that championship against Randy Orton for his rematch clause and a last man standing match. So that made him into the pay-per-view, where after Randy hit an RKO on a Triple H on an announce table that did not break, Randy Orton walked out as WWE Champion. We saw this again a second time at one night scene 2008, where Randy Orton was trying to regain the WWE Championship after failing to do so at the Judgment Day pay-per-view against Triple H in a steel cage match. 
Randy decided his match in one night stand was going to be, again, last man standing because that was the match stipulation where he won the title from Triple H in the first place. However, Randy would fail to win the championship after an RKO got blocked, dumped it over the top rope, hit the floor, broke his collarbone, and then got hit with a sledgehammer to once again lose. But now we also saw that a third time. June 22, 2009 edition of Raw, Trump is Raw. Or Donald Trump owned Raw for a night, commercial free Raw. WWE Championship on the line, except that match ended in a draw. Just kind of leading into their big three stages of hell match at the bash. Well, not really big, but paper match. It's got to be big. WWE Championship, whatever. Now example number three. <laughs> this one only came five years apart. John Cena, Randy Orton. This is the feud that never ends, and I wish it would. Hell in a Cell, that is right. Two Hell in a Cell matches between the two. Hell in a Cell 2009 for the WWE Championship, and then Hell in a Cell 2014 to determine the number one contender to the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at the Royal Rumble against Brock Lesnar. Randy Orton wins the first one after punting Cena in the head, who then no-sold the uh, punt in the head to lose the WWE Championship. And then we saw the rematch later on, five years later, where John Cena would get the victory over Randy Orton back when the whole Arcanoware meme started to get hot. Number four. This one, I'm glad that they did this, because we're also fitting that theme again with Hell in a Cell. Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker. First Hell in a Cell, we saw it in No Mercy 2002. Cast on the hand of The Undertaker for the WWE Championship. Undertaker, I believe he had a legitimate broken hand. I don't think it was kayfabe. Bloody match. Insane. Classic. Brock retains to re with an F5 to retain the WWE Championship over The Undertaker. Then he scaled forward 13 years. Hell in a Cell 2015. Both men trying to conclude this feud that began ever since WrestleMania 30. Undertaker ended up losing once again to Brock. Probably one of the best matches of the year, depending on who you ask. I think WWE fans even voted that match of the year. Now this one, huh boy. Two tag teams that never stopped having matches. The Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian. This is not the first time you two are, you're going to see this two tag team list on the list, or teams on the list. This example, the ladder match. That's right, we saw two of them. First time ever back in No Mercy 1999, the Terry Runnels Invitational Tournament, the TIT. Best 5 Series match. Winner gets $100,000 hanging above the ring. First ever tag team ladder match in WWE history. Both tag teams tore the house down back when Hardy Boys were known as the New Brood because they, they decided to align with Gangrel. Edge and Christian were just off on their own. Both tag teams tore the house down on this night. Hardy Boys got the win, but... This wasn't the last time we saw it, because we also saw it less than a year later. Back in September 25, 2000 Raw, the night after Unforgiven 2000. Tag Team Ladder Match. Hardy Boys ended up retaining the Tag Team Championships over Edge and Christian. And fun little note, this was actually the first time you saw the mid-air spear to Jeff Hardy. Yes, it was done prior to WrestleMania 17, despite what people may think. Now, speaking of that, good thing I mentioned that. Example number six, Hardy Boys, Delta Boys, Edge and Christian, TLC. Short, sweet, to the point, SummerSlam 2000, WrestleMania 17. We all know that. Next up, example number seven. This one's probably one of the most infamous ones where everybody remembers all this. The ladder match between Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels. WrestleMania 10 and the rematch of SummerSlam 1995. WrestleMania 10... Deciding who the undisputed Intercontinental Champion was, Shawn Michaels had been suspended prior to the end of 1993 due to testing positive for steroids. Razor Ramon became the new Intercontinental Champion in his absence, but then Shawn came back saying he's still the official Intercontinental Champion because he never lost the title. 
Unification to determine the undisputed Intercontinental Champion, where Razor Ramon came out on top and holding the belts while standing on the ladder, iconic pose. But then we saw it again a year later, which almost did not happen. Originally, SummerSlam 95 was supposed to be Psycho Sid versus Shawn Michaels for the Intercontinental Championship, but plans changed and instead it became Shawn and Razor for the Intercontinental Championship, where Shawn would come out victorious after having to reach for the championship three times. Thank you, Botchamania. Number eight. Now, this is the case, I believe this is the only one on this list where you saw the same match type between two wrestlers within the same calendar year. And that is the Undertaker-Yokozuna casket match. Royal Rumble and Survivor Series in 94. Royal Rumble 94, done where Yokozuna retained the WWF Championship against Undertaker, who got ganged up upon by heels. The, the uh, I was about to say the remains from the urn, or whatever the proper term will be, end up spilling out. Undertaker was simply left powerful it, a powerless. I get the right. And Undertaker would be sealed away in the casket, and this would be a way to rhyme off television to heal from a back injury would miss WrestleMania 10. But then Undertaker would eventually get his revenge later that year at Survivor Series with Chuck Norris as a special guest enforcer to make sure history did not repeat itself. Non-title because Yokozuna was no longer champion, and The Undertaker would defeat Yokozuna in the rematch at Survivor Series in the casket match to even out and end this feud. Example number nine. This one actually was not bad. Also happening less than a year apart. Kane and The Undertaker Infernal Match. Unforgiven in Your House, aka Unforgiven 1998. And the February 22nd, 1990 edition of Raw. Both cases where The Undertaker won. First case, The Undertaker big booted Kane, who backed away and ended up getting his arm caught on fire. And then the rematch the following year where his leg caught on fire instead. But then again, people more remember the February 22nd, 1999 edition of Raw's Infernal Match, more for The Undertaker lighting a teddy bear on fire while Vince was at his knees. And this is also a case where Undertaker Kane have also wrestled a lot. Uh, example number 10, Hardy Boys, Edge, and Christian. I said this was going to happen again, this time a steel cage match. We saw it on both the December 13, 1999 edition of Raw, as well as Unforgiven 2000. Now, December 1399 edition of Raw, nobody really remembers. It was just a thrown-together match. I believe it was the McMahon-Helmsley era just beginning, throwing their weight around. I believe this was the night after Armageddon, just throwing matches all together. Still getting match began. And then you saw the rematch happen nine months later, but this time Match and Christian losing the Tag Team Championships to the Hardy Boys. Also a great steel cage match. Number 11, one that absolutely nobody remembers. Mark Henry and The Undertaker have been in... Two televised casket matches, WrestleMania 22 as part of the streak, but also a rematch that happened less than about two years later on the March 10, 2008 edition of Raw. Both cases, The Undertaker came out victorious. Instance number 12. This one I did not remember until I had to do a bit of research. Edge and Christian, or sorry, Edge and Chris Jericho both competed in steel cage matches against each other twice. First instance, July 25, 2002 edition of SmackDown, and also the rematch at Extreme Rules 2010. Now, I did not, I don't recall or remember seeing the Steel Cage match on SmackDown, but I do remember Extreme Rules because they were still continuing the feud despite the World Heavyweight Championship no longer being in the picture due to Jack Swagger's Money in the Bank contract cash-in, and Edge would come out victorious, defeating Chris Jericho and the feud before, Jer before Edge would then get drafted over to Raw. And now the final one. This one I also did not know until doing a bit of research. John Cena, Seth Rollins, also... Steel Cage match. Saw it twice. The December 15, 2014 edition of Raw and the live 
from MSG Special on the WWE Network, which I believe was the following year. Maybe I don't remember that because I did not see the show. I don't know who won either match because I didn't pay attention. I think C I think Cena won the latter, and maybe Seth Rollins won the December 2014 match. I'm sure somebody's listening to this and can refresh my memory. But yeah, I didn't know did not know they even had two steel cage matches together. So anyway, folks, that is gonna conclude it for today's episode. 13 slash 14-ish matches, if you include the honorable mention of matches that happened between specific wrestlers or tag teams more than once in WWE history. Now, I'm sure at some point we're going to see this happen again. We're going to see two wrestlers or tag teams have more than one ladder match. Maybe Hell in a Cell. Anything. But of course, I'm not, I was not going to include an ODQ, or otherwise there was going to be a longer list. And I'm not going to do that. So anyway, let me know what you all thought in the comment section below. If you all enjoyed, remember to leave a like, comment, subscribe with that bell turned on. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Everybody like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good night, one and all.